Jen. And this is Christine. And, and we are She Nanigans. Thanks for stopping by. Today's podcast pairing is with Louis Roderer. Rose. <laughs> Cheers. We are, we are in this today. Cheers. <laughs> We've already had a bottle. <laughs> wow, this is like take number like. 95. We got it up and running. We're good to go. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. And we are so happy to have a very special friend with us, Sabrina. I don't, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> she doesn't know her God last bless name. You. <laughs> Pedanicchio. Pedanicchio, which I shouldn't know how to say. I keep trying, but it's been a very flustering day. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a very, very pretty, bless you. <laughs> Sabrina and I met by our dear friend Darlene, who actually gave us the Rotorer that we're cheersing to today. And she had told me that I need to meet Sabrina because she's this wonderful person and we have similar stories. And I was doing a pop-up at the store, Bird and Bear, mm-hmm. shout out, yeah. that um, she works at and her very dear friend, my friend now too, Erin Owens. We ended up sitting on the couch and just chatting the entire time without really anything else. With no booze? Oh, no. no. Yeah, they Yes, yes. But you know what? It was supposed to be this pop-up, and it ended up, it was pouring rain. Torrential. Torrential. So no one came for a while. So she and I just got to sit on the couch for like- drunk. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Sort of. Kind of, yeah. And like tell our stories. So- I had asked you, I think that night, I was like, you have to be a guest on our podcast. So here we are at season two and you're our first guest this season. Yay! I know. It's like, yeah. So with that, tell us a little bit about you, Sabrina. A little bit about me. I am a mom of two. My husband and I live not too far from you guys, Medway. We have um, my son, JP, is in third grade, and my daughter, Gia, is in first grade. I have my, my Ridgie Moose, who's my, first, my firstborn child Aww. with four legs. <laughs> Super cute. Tell us a little bit about some of the trials and tribulations that have made you you. I know you've had some, some yeah. circumstances that have been difficult and challenging, so tell us about that. I always like to tell people you couldn't try you couldn't make up my my life if you tried it's it's one of those Aaron says it, it's it's a blockbuster film yeah yeah <laughs> it is it will but be. here you are with this huge but. smile on your face and the most bubbly bright personality right. and very funny yeah, yeah. thanks yes <laughs> I grew up uh, with my mom I had two older brothers my father left when I was about two three no relationship with him. Um, my oldest brother, Pete, was very, very special to me. They are, my, both my brothers are 15 years older than me. Um, so I was the baby baby. Wow. My brother, Pete, was more of a father figure, I would say, than than a brother. Although I got, I got the benefits from both, I like to say, is that I got the benefits of him as my brother and, you know, as, as a father figure too. In 2005, um, my brother had been struggling with um, depression and anxiety for some time. Unfortunately, he committed suicide. I was 21. It was a very difficult time. Very traumatic for someone to lose someone to suicide. Yes, I can attest. There are no answers. No answers. Shocked that it happened. Trying to figure out how you could have saved him. Yes. Yes questioning yourself. Yes. Yeah. And then 
for me personally, it was um, an added layer of my mom and I found him. So there was um, just a lot kind of going on with that. I was in my my junior year of college, going into my senior year. It happened in May. I was on the struggle bus big time. Of course. Understandably. Yeah. Yeah. I started off um, my senior year real strong and um, kind of just started to, to peter out. My now husband and my father-in-law offered me um, a job at a company. I worked there. My husband and I, we got married. Things started to kind of look up for me, look bright. Did you know him in college, your husband? Yeah, we met, oh, when, I, we met when I was 16. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he went through the loss of your brother with you or? From the time that we first started dating when I was 16, we had been like on and off. He's a couple years older than me. He went to college before me and wanted to do his thing. And you know how that goes. It was pretty, yes. it was pretty like very straightforward and typical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. We, we came back together actually shortly after my, my brother passed away. We just like real, real got back real slow and took our time. But he knew your brother, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Which is, is, to this day, is like very comforting. Yeah. We had our son a um, few years after we were married. My son, uh, his first name is James Peter. He named him after my grandfather and my brother. He was actually born on the day that my brother died. Oh, wow. So I feel like... God took that day that I dreaded mm-hmm. every single year. It was like D-Day. Yeah. What May, was the date? May 16th. Wait, did we talk about that? I don't know. Because you know Devin was born on my mom's five-year anniversary. Oh, I didn't. We didn't talk about that. No. Mm-mm. That is wild. That is wild. I did not know that at all. Yeah. Wow. He, I, he was So my son was due on Mother's Day, but he was a week late. And I was just like, God, please, not May 16th. Please, not May 16th. Which also, ironically, is my other brother's birthday. So it was my other brother's birthday, the day that my brother passed. It's a big day. And then ended up being my son's birthday. Wow. Which, in hindsight, it was... Beautiful. Yeah, one of the biggest blessings I could ask for because now that time of year I focus on him. Yes. And joy. That's what I always said. Like, my mom sent Devin to everyone to make that day a little bit less painful. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. a little bit less and it makes yeah. you a little bit happy. I didn't know that. Yeah. We're, we that's have, incredible. You and I have a lot of connections, which we had touched upon a bunch of them, but I yes. didn't, that's huge. Yeah. I feel like it was, you know, my brother passing was kind of the start to, I don't want to say like a chain reaction of things, but just a lot of things that, that had happened in my, in my life going forward. And, you know, then we had uh, my daughter, Gia. We were in this really funky phase of living in our townhouse that was, we were kind of outgrowing. It was time to, you know, get a house for the kids with a yard and have some more space. Sold our house. We ended up moving around a lot unexpectedly. We built a house, finally moved into this house on New Year's Eve of 2015. And we were there for about a month and Gia started getting sick. At first it was an ear infection. That was the first one. And then I kept calling them syndromes. She was having these 72 hour syndromes. A few weeks after, I had to really advocate for her. The pediatricians were just playing it off as viruses, then an echovirus. And finally, I just sat down, wrote an email. Something's not right. I outlined everything. Then they started, then they started taking me that. seriously. Yeah. As a mom, mother's intuition yeah, is... Something was not right. And I could go on and on about it, but it, 
I Thank just, God I you knew. listened to I, yourself. Right. Because we talk about that a lot too, like listening to that voice. Yeah, yeah you have to. And, and listening and going with your gut, gut and that yeah. feeling that you have that okay, something is just not right. And you need to, you need to really yes. speak up and advocate for your, for your daughter. Cause the time Gia was, um, she was 15 months and she wasn't speaking yet. We really didn't know what she was feeling. We ended up being admitted to the hospital. They thought she had a bone infection, which, you know, at the time I was like, oh dear God, please, please not a bone infection. Like it's just, it was so, mm-hmm. it was so serious. How did that happen? You know, they were talking about pick lines and you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, you know, sounds it was, scary. Sounds scary. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is not good. This is awful, right? They did a, a bone marrow sample in her clavicle and it ended up coming back that she had cancer. When we were in the hospital and they gave us that news, the, the team at the time had told us that they, and they shouldn't have said this, they thought that she had bone cancer. And I had a friend whose dad had bone cancer and I knew that I said, I'm, I'm going to lose her. I lost my brother, and um, I thought I was going to lose her too. Right? Yeah, of course. Um, that's it was shocking uh, it to was, hear. And, and, and was, she's yeah, a baby. She's right. a baby. Yeah. yeah. So she couldn't voice anything. No, and she just kept. We we were transferred to Mass General. Um, she kept pointing. She kept pointing okay? to um her pink winter coat. She couldn't speak yet. She kept pointing to it. And we finally figured out she's, she was a hightail and out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like I, I want to be out of here, mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> we were, um, we were in the hospital, you know, for a while and they were prepping her for chemo treatment. Um, she ended up having uh, leukemia, which is a blood cancer. Um, she was, had the best case scenario. Um, we were, you know, very, very thankful. Um, God was looking out for her. Um, looking out for our family. We had a wonderful team around us full of love, compassion, and support. This was at MGH. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Great hospital. They were just, they became family. It was a very long treatment. It's just about three years. She was diagnosed February of 2016. And in March of 2017, my mom got really sick. She had been hiding what she was going through for the last year because Right. She, she didn't want to be a burden. Yeah, of course. Which is right. very She's typical. Yep. Right, right. So it came as another big shock to me. When she ended up in the hospital, I had her transferred to Mass General and I was simultaneously caring for her as well as Gia, who was in active chemotherapy. And we spent a lot of time at Mass General. My mom was in the hospital for 80 days. And a lot of those days I would be, like I said, simultaneously taking care of both of them, right? Like I would be in clinic with my daughter, the doctors and nurses and staff there became family and they felt for me what I was going through and helped me. They would stay with Gia so that I could run and take care of my mom, you know, where things were happening during the day. I was, wow. I was my mom's everything. I was, yeah, it was everything. So it was on me to make sure that, you know, I was understanding what was going on with her and making sure she was getting everything that she needed. Um, so she was there for almost 80 days and um, then she passed away. So sorry. She passed away on June 2nd. And Aww. we, yeah, so we were in our house for about, maybe a year and a half when everything had happened. And 
I just kind of said, you know what? It's time for a change. So <laughs> after all the moving Let's and everything, get the hell we out of here. Yeah. Like, get me the hell out of Dodge. Um, it was just bad juju there. So yeah. we, um, we looked for a solid year because my husband said, we are not moving again after this. We are done. <laughs> so we finally moved and we've just been kind of rebuilding since. And Gia's out of cancer treatment. She just had her five year. So they do like five year from diagnosis date. She's thriving. She's seven. She's in first grade. And she's she badass. She is badass (laughs) and boss bitch, feisty. Like she's a survivor. Yeah. Yeah. She is um, fierce. She's, She's my hero. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. You have been through so much. Yeah. Oh my God. And here she was with a smile. Yeah. Like after, it's killing me not to hug you, just so you know. <laughs> I know. And I know, like, we talked a little bit about too, like, with your mom, you felt like your mom kind of saved you, right? Yes. Yeah. She, um, she, and you know, I mean, I think we, we all know this isn't how it works, but she had told me when she was in the hospital that. It was okay that this was okay. We're a faith-based family, and I could definitely couldn't have gotten through everything that I've been through, you know, without without God, literally carrying me through everything. And one day in the hospital, my mom had looked at me and said, "It's okay. It's okay." Um, I had a nice chat with God, and I told Him to take me as long as Gia would be healed. And mm. You know, I know this. What a selfless thing to say, though. Yeah, 100%. And I do think it does work that way. I mean, everyone's got their own beliefs, but I think, I mean. She was definitely willing to sacrifice herself. What was your mom's relationship with Gia? They had a really, really special relationship. When my son was born, he looked so much like me and my husband, my husband and I look very similar. So yeah, kind of weirdly, um, <laughs> I get confused for like my sister-in-law a lot. We've been asked if we're brother and sister, which is kind of weird and creepy. It's called the sibling I mean, factor. Yeah. It's a thing. Right. And it's I thing. mean, you've been together since you were 16. Yeah. So I think you start to look alike. I mean, I also think we kind of grow to look like, right? Agreed. You have the same um, haircut. Exactly. You yeah, have yeah. very long, yeah. beautiful yeah. hair. He wishes he had my hair. Um, but um, when Gia was born, I was like, where did you come from? Put her back in. She's not done. Um, she had like, like I have like, I have, you know, a darker complexion. I have really brown eyes, really, really dark hair. Same with my husband. She came out and she was fair with like bright blue eyes, mm-hmm. which ended up turning um, green and like blonde hair. And put her back in. She's, she's not done. Blonde. I was she's like, yeah. blonde girl. I was like, you are not. Jenna's one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but that's like how my mom looked. And, you know, she, oh. Gia does look a lot like my mom. A lot of similar features. Personality too. And she, oh yeah. They, yep. <laughs> stubborn, feisty. Yes. And they had a really special relationship when I would bring the, I would try and bring the kids in to visit. And Gia, all she wanted to do was just crawl up in bed with my mom and just Aww. like be with her and lay with her. There was just like this like unspoken bond yes. and love between the two of them that was really, yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. Oh, really yeah. Beautiful. And what really did special. they call her? They called her Cece. Aww. Yeah. Her name was Candy. Actually, her name was Patricia. But her, uh, <laughs> yeah, a, that's a stretch. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her, Patricia um, to Candy. Yeah, my mom like hated it. She was like, oh, 
it's like they're gonna call me Patty and then like Fatty Patty. And I don't want to do that. And her her maiden name was Urbanky, and so her wow, her, you went from her Urbanky to no, so Pataninox. No, so, yeah, <laughs> just Pataninio. <laughs> no, that was her maiden name. Oh, so oh. her initials were PU. So that was kind of like a, rough, a rough time for her in yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, um, a little little brutal, but um. <laughs> Her. She got the nickname Candy because she was so sweet. That's what my my grandfather said. Yeah, she was so sweet. She dubbed herself Cece. Yeah, oh, I like, like that. I'm not a Graham. Yeah. I'm not Graham. And I'm, I'm not, not a PU. Not that, yeah, yeah. And I'm not PU. So that yeah. is cute. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm she sure you great. still talk about her all the time. All the time. My kids talk about her all the time. Gia, although I don't know how much they actually remember very often says how much she misses Cece. And it'll be like out of the blue. I miss Cece. I really oh. wish she was here. I feel she like kids are best. so open yeah. Yeah. to seeing. Seeing things. I'm yeah. sure and she's hung things. out with her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely feel her. And we have, you know, her picture in, in their rooms, a special one of each of them with her. And we just try to, you know, I talk about my brother a lot. I talk about Uncle Pete and all the special stuff. And I try to keep them alive yeah, through stories and through, you know, well, you know, connect who they are to, you know, Uncle Pete and my mom. That's amazing. I love that. And it is so true. Like I say all the time, the more you, when you talk about your loved ones, you keep them alive. Yes. Right. And it's, and it's pretty cool too, when you hear your kids out of the blue, talk about the person that they lost, like it must be. To hear them say, like, I miss Cece. Yeah. You're like, okay, that's my heart. Yeah, it takes your breath away. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel was your, like, I always ask this of people who have gone through, like, severe grief. What do you feel was your lowest point and how did you get through that? Do you feel like things built you up to be able to to deal with all these things? You know, almost a build up and now you're, you're so strong. Like, what are your thoughts about, like, what was your, what did you feel was your lowest point and how did you get through that? One of my lowest points was when Gia was still in active treatment and my mom was, was sick. Then right after she passed to say that I was tired would be an understatement. Um, Gia was on a lot of steroids. Anyone who doesn't know steroids do a number on your body. And your your personality. Very beastly and angry for no reason was still trying to figure out talking at that time. She was so little. So she was, you know, angry because she was on steroids, angry because I couldn't understand what the hell she wanted to eat and which flavor of freaking potato chips she wanted. Also you know, developmentally um, appropriate. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She would be up like all night yeah. and she would be up and hungry. So no, I would rage. Be, yes. <laughs> so I would be like cooking all night and- we made Devin a cheeseburger at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. He woke us up Whatever in my want. face, terrified of the six-year-old on steroids. Like I, oh, it's a real yeah. thing. Oh it's yeah, a real, real thing. Yep. So I think my lowest point was just that true sleep deprivation and what it can do to you mentally. And yes. for me, it was just finding that will to go on, mm-hmm. and that it would get better, and that I had a responsibility as much as I might not have wanted to go on at times that, you know, my kids needed me and specifically Gia still really needed me to, to take care of her and to help carry her over the finish line of treatment. My husband is wonderful. 
That's um, awesome. I can't say enough good things about him. He is my best friend. He is my he's my everything. Oh, so and good. I could not have gotten through, you know, what we did without without him for sure. He was whatever I needed. You know, go be with your mom. Whatever you need, he was he was there for it. That's incredible. Yeah. So what has been that is incredible, and you've yeah. been through so much. What has been a high point? The best moment in the past years. Um, I'm sorry. I think just, I think the best moment is every day. Mm. Just, and I, it's so hard to say this with you, Chrissy, but just no. every day waking up and having Gia there yeah. as a gift. Yeah. Because not everybody gets that. Um, so just at the little things, even when she's really pissed off at me for brushing her hair <laughs> and she's trying to whack me and I'm dodging and weaving like, <laughs> like a boxer. Yeah. I'm still so, I'm still so thankful yeah. that she's there. I'm thankful for those moments. You know, I don't, whatever it is, I think that those are my high points. Yes. The little, the really little things. That's a great answer. Yeah. Which, and I think Christine feels that way too. I mean, even yeah. through loss and even we've all had loss yeah. too. That you do take advantage and and gratitude in every day. Yeah, every day. And I I see it like with my other boys and I feel like there's a reason why we're still here, right? And so you have to live every moment. And I'm so happy that you have that, right? And like, that's my hope too with DIPG that these moms like won't have to say goodbye to their kids. They'll have those moments that they get to have and watch their kids and I mean, I think everyone's situation's different, and but you have to find that, find yes. those moments and appreciate them and because we have them, yeah. right? Yeah, Whatever think, it looks like. Right. And I think with people that, that grieve, I think people tiptoe around you sometimes yes. and you've been through a yeah. lot of loss and obviously you have too. And I think talking about it yeah. is really important. Yes. It's one of the most important things we could possibly do. Yeah. yeah. Which is why we do this. Which is why we right? do this. Yes. To share everyone's stories and then so people know too, like you can still laugh and right. have fun. Yes. And if you guys could yeah. have only- And you love to laugh. Yes. yes. <laughs> if you guys could have only heard us before yes. we actually started recording, <laughs> it was um, it was a lot, yeah, a lot of fun. How is JP, like how did he do through all of this? Yeah. So another huge blessing, um, JP is crazy easygoing. He's just a go with the flow kid loves his sister very much. They're about 18 months apart. They're really, really close. He's just, he's just another rock star of a kid. Like he's, he's just, he's an old soul. He's just really special. He loves Gia very much. Um, would come, he spent a lot of time in the hospital too. And I did worry about him for a while. Um, I went to, um, after, shortly after Gia, sorry. He was how old when yeah, so he was just about two. Wow. Yeah, so when when she was diagnosed, yeah, yeah, I started seeing a therapist um, shortly after Gia was diagnosed because because yeah. why not? Just so good you made time to do that because yeah. you're yeah. taking care of everyone else, your mom, your daughter, your son, your husband. Even though your husband was so great and whatever, yeah. but you're still like you're doing that, and it's so good that you took the time to actually take care of you. Yeah, hundred percent. You yeah. have got you through it. Yeah, because if you. One thing that I felt I had a huge weight on my shoulders. And if I wasn't mentally sound in some capacity, there's no way that I could take care of everybody, right? Like you have to, I had to be 
mentally healthy to some degree. I went for many, many years, probably about four or five years I went. And one of the greatest things that she told me, I was very, very stressed out about JP. He was so little. I was dealing with a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, lacking energy. I felt like a real, real shitty mom. Just felt like I wasn't wasn't doing good and doing right by JP specifically. And she had said to me, it doesn't matter where he gets it from as long as he's getting everything he needs. And for me, it was like a light bulb went mm-hmm. off and just like mm-hmm. a weight off me, right? Like, okay, I can provide for him in other ways, even if it's not actually me providing, right? You know, yeah. having other people step in to, yeah. to actually provide for him in whatever capacity it is, take him to the park, play with him, whatever, yeah. as long as he's getting what that's he right. needs. And kids are so resilient so in resilient. that way. Yeah. So resilient. Yes. And that's true. And we are so hard on each other as moms yeah. and women totally. that we just- yeah, you and know, hurt always ourselves th- too. Yes, and we always yeah. think we're screwing it up. Yep, but we're not. Yep. Everyone, I think, for the most part, is doing the best that they absolutely can. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you all want to, and that's what you hope. Yeah. Like that's what you want to do is the best you can, right? Yeah. And, and some days you have to phone it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. And some days are better than others. You know, like I tried to be very vulnerable with my kids, and if I was crying, I would tell them why I was crying. And, you know, even to this day, if they see me cry, oh, mommy, you crying? You miss Cece, huh? You know, they know. Yeah. That, you know, or- I think that there's beauty in truthfulness. Yeah. Yeah. I really believe that. Yeah. yeah. And eye-opening. Yeah. I'm not always good at crying. I think I cried a lot after my mom died and yeah. my kids knew that. But I don't know. For me, there's like, I have such an open honest relationship with my kids. Like we talk about everything. I've been, you know, given a hard time because I have like a friendship with my kids, which I don't, but like we have this very great relationship because, because that's where we are. Like we've been through so much, but I'm not good about crying in front of them because I feel that some part of me feels like I need to be strong for them because they also went through it. And there have been a few times that I've literally just broke. I've had to pull over. I can tell you it's three times that I've had to pull over and I'm, I can't breathe and I'm sobbing. And it's something that like triggers that my kids are like, mom, it's okay. It's okay to cry. Yeah. Totally. But as the mom and, you know, and I don't know if like, you know, you want to take care of your kids. You want to make sure they're okay. You want to do everything for them. And, and they know it's okay to break. They know it's okay. And they, I've been there for them, but I feel like, right, you're supposed to leave by it's such a it's sudden thing that I really struggle Hard. with. Yeah, it's not easy. No, it's, yeah, because at the same time you also don't want to worry them, right? Right, right. It's like you want to it's show a tug of war, yeah. like an internal yeah. tug of war. Yeah, like I want to be strong, but I'm also vulnerable and I'm sad right now. Yeah, and I yeah. see something that makes me sad, or I hear a song, or a smell, or whatever it is. Yeah, and I think too, like as a parent, you want to like make sure your kids are okay. So if they're crying, you want to make them feel better. Right. So then, like, I don't want to cry and make them. Feel like they have to make you feel better. Well, no, but even more so, like, I'm crying, so obviously they lost their brother. Like, I don't want to make them feel sad, and then they're crying. So I'm causing them to cry instead of just fixing it. Yeah. And I think that's part of our society, too, is that we we don't say, hey, it's okay to cry. Like, oh, stop crying. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Let's fix it. Yeah. Well, I don't even know that it's that, but it's more like you want to hug your kid and make them feel better so they're not crying, right? So, yeah, it's like a... (laughs) It's a, a cra- shit show. Yeah, it's, it's crappy. Life is a shit show. It's crappy. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It really is a shit show. It's like one of those many little mini crafters. We have to come up with a new word for like 
like mini, mini like outtakes. Diet crafter. Mm. Mm. That sounds crafter like. That actually sounds awful. Diet crafter. Aw. Latest diet fad. <laughs> yeah. Have a crafter. Said no one ever. I was gonna say to you earlier, Sabrina, that when you said you just felt like something was wrong with Gia. Like mm. I had sent you this thing the other day. It was intuition oh, yeah. is your guardian angel. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, it's your guardian angel. Like, listen to it. Yeah. Like, people don't. I have definitely ignored it. Now I'm more in tune yeah. to it. Well, and then uh, there's that thing. I mean, when Devin was sick, the, his oncologist, the first one who we, like, fired because she was awful. But she kept saying to me, like, trust your gut. Trust your gut. And I feel like that was, like, a sign of totally. for a lot of things yeah. to trust my gut. But I also think, like, you, it's that little voice. And then if you don't listen, it gets louder. And then if you still don't listen, it's screaming at you. And then it's going to like hit you on the head if you still don't listen. Yeah. And I've had a few of those, I think. You have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's for me too. I think, you know, you always, or I always felt like I would err on the side of, oh, well, they're the doctors. They know, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but at the end of the day, I feel like nobody actually really knows as well as a mom or a dad, yes. right? Yeah. Like, you know your kids, you know when yeah. something is not right. Yeah. No matter what they say, you know, you can feel it. That yeah, you know right. your kids, yeah. you know yourself. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you know you're not, like most people aren't, you know, overreactive. Like, I just want my kid to go to the hospital to go to the hospital. Yeah, Nobody wants that. That's a syndrome, no. right? <laughs> Isn't that a syndrome? That's something. Yes, Munchausen's by proxy. Yes, that's what it is. Who can wow. say that? Munchausen's by proxy? You can, because you're a nurse. I can't now, ever. Can you say the bottle of champagne again? No. Yeah, I think that you are badass. Are amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. That's like, yeah, really. We are. I didn't realize so happy yes that you, you shared so your story and coming to see us thank you i didn't know how much you, you wanted to share me. you're I'm amazing so happy and you shared it all like such a you are like exude i was trying to tell you this oh my right God. as soon as i her, met her i was like oh my god i've known her for like <laughs> right years. she just exudes this like positive like energy this just like you want to be around yes. it and like yeah, you're a so. sunshine. Thanks, and I will guys. say, she also like later on. If you, anyone ever needs help decorating their house, she helped me rework my house. She's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So do you, DM if you want Sabrina to help you with your <laughs> house decor. Happy yeah. to do so. It's my she's, jam. She's amazing. <laughs> Brings so. me joy. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank so you much. so thank much. Thank you for having me, you guys. Cheers. It's been such a pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. I'm all out of money. Oh, I'm the only one I'm out. I'm out. It's been a rough day. It's been a rough day. (laughs) See you next time. Bye. 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 Good friends like stars. Don't always see them, but you know they're always there. Just knew we're having fun. The one who provides the most joy and strength in my bones. The one who always feels like home. The one that's chosen family. The one who always believes in me. 
Flow.